show number 12. 12. 12, we did it. Past that hump. Anyways, uh, what is it? Wednesday, hump day. Wednesday, we missed our Tuesday pod. Oh, we're like... Schedules have been a little up and down there. I blame Al. We had a race this weekend, though. That's true. We'll go for dunes. That's true. So, Super you know, gross. the boys put in a little Sunday or Saturday shift. and That was a different uh, different weekend for us. A little yeah, bit. it was Saturday quick. program, day program. Dude, I loved it. It was the great. The schedule was amazing. Back in bed, Saturday I after the races. for the riders, though, uh, the pro riders. They rode a lot in a short period of time. Some manager in the group chat prior to this mentioned to tighten up the practice. And um, I think it was too tight. My original plan was to have a little bit more room between practice and qualifying. And that got changed. And I felt like the riders rode a lot in a short window. So riders listening to this, sorry, wasn't my fault. Yeah. Passing the blame. They didn't get much of a break. <laughs> but It's the yeah. go-to thing. You just, just pass it. Just toss. point fingers. Wasn't me. Such a boss move. Wasn't me. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. It's you. <laughs> but uh, the track was sick, and the riders, from what I've seen, like looking at their social, seemed like they liked it, enjoyed the track, had fun. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody in Canada really has a ton of Supercross experience. I mean, obviously, some of the out west guys have been riding Feature West for quite some time and Arena Cross, this and that. But that was a pretty solid opening round supercross mm-hmm. track and for as much as the you know like oh like dude that's the best of the moto yeah. right it's like obviously outdoors has like that nostalgia connection to every person who rides a dirt bike like you grow up you're young in canada you ride it even the u.s a lot of them yeah it's more and more know. now though they just get born you don't I think into like riding supercross favors the supercross regardless Oh, I, I, I agree. Fan wise, and maybe, maybe not riders can't relate to it as much. You write that. That's right? what I meant. Yeah. Not fans. Yeah. Because even here in Canada, I think that whenever we get to an indoor venue and you can get people out, I think the show is still better there. Mm-hmm. I think that that's universal. Yeah. An indoor race where you can see everything and all of the action, all the passing, and everything that happens is universally a better show regardless of if you're a fan rider not i just think that's probably true i think that's uh where my true passion comes from is when i was a kid i didn't go to many outdoor nationals it wasn't i mean redbud was the closest but we'd go to pontiac every year and just being there for year after year as a kid and exactly what you're saying you can see every pass you can see every crash and usually the jumbotron's got everything else you missed and I just think that whole opening ceremonies, that three-hour window of just racing and live action captures you. When you go to an outdoor national, you guys know it's, you could sit in a section, you can see that section, and then you have to cruise around, maybe do another one. U.S. national is way worse because there's so many people there, it's hard to get a good spot to watch. So yeah. I could see that. So, so in that regard, when you come here and, you know, we get people to buy into a little bit of, the stuff that will actually grow the sport mm-hmm. it was nice to see and it was nice to see everybody actually like put in a good ride and good effort you know very little crashes or major injuries mm-hmm. right like it yep. was and we got we got smoked by the wind too right we got smoked it dried out pretty nothing you could do i mean you're damned if you do damned if you don't it's gonna be make it way worse if we would have put water down on that 
Yeah, I've been to like Vegas Supercross in the days, and they just let they have to let it go. They can't put water on that clay, and Vegas had the worst dirt. Oh, yeah, I think so. we're all in agreement at that point. We put a little bit down on the straightaway yep. before the start. And That's was, all you can do. It was a little slick, but it dried out pretty quick. And, and the helped. riders would prefer... And the wind was taking the dust away from the crowd, away from everything. It was kind of a perfect wind, so much. Yeah. yeah. So. And the weekend went good overall. You know, yeah. out to Medicine Hat, you get to get indoors. Yeah, that'll be good. Do some opening ceremonies, do all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, I like the indoors. I think that uh, bring it to cities where people can buy popcorn and beer and sit in a comfy seat and watch it is going to get different folks out. But this Canadian industry, for whatever reason, has the worst time trying to buy into this. And they just don't get it. They like their, oh, give me 10 nationals. Give me this. Give me that. It's like, how about we try to get new people? Because we had the old method, the Stally method that we've been doing for 30 years now, it ain't working. It ain't growing the sport. It ain't any. growing. I can it's tell you declined. That. Yeah. Look at Galdi shit. Like he, a couple of years ago during COVID, we had all these people. Oh, the times are good. Now he's struggling. Not struggling, but it's not as good. Yeah. We can even see it with the Mini Thunder. It was like 200, 200 entries a night for Mini Thunder. It's probably down to maybe 80. Back yeah. to where it was. Yeah. All those people are back to soccer and baseball. Yeah. So how are we going to get these people? How are we going to do it? We're... You got to bring it to them. Yeah. They ain't going to go out in a field and go for dunes out in no. the middle of nowhere. We no. see that every time. We get our hardcore ones, but that's about it. And it's the million-dollar question. It's like, what on earth does this sport need to do to grow the fans that it rightfully you know, deserves? Like, looking at the SMX play- playoffs, the payout that they just did, you know, giving 1.2. Like, it's crazy. There was, you know, five minutes in, Chase Sexton leading the last race. Has does he go to continue he wins and a million bucks plus right mm-hmm. he crashes he ends up winning three hundred and seventy thousand. jet lawrence gets it done wins 1.2 million in the playoffs it's like to me i understand that these riders deserve all of that and more but it's really 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 tough to be a professional at anything in life and like make 60 grand or whatever some of these guys are doing like oh yeah like i can't imagine the work that they put in for 60k yeah over there and that was like an this will be an all time like colt nichols just got a hundred and nine thousand, i think it was for the smx playoffs oh that's what and he, had. he ended the up in the top last couple years yeah. that he's had like that's huge for him that's big like money him. like that'll that could make or break Which his is career right professional athlete right right? Yeah. right like the fact that we're sitting here saying that's big money good like plus i'm sure his other rides his other deals you know he's all probably up within a three hundred thousand dollar a year yeah yeah like it's not it's nothing to sneeze at but he's also a top tier top 10 in the world professional fucking athlete man yeah you just you got to think uh, when you have a hockey team or a basketball team or a baseball team, you're doing multiple games. So a hockey team's doing 41 games in their venue a year to sell tickets. And, and if you're a good team, you're selling all the tickets and you're selling a lot of merchandise. So they want to be good and they, they're going to hire these guys for big money and the money keeps going up. But in Moto, where where is there's no connection to a city, right? There's no connection there. It's like, you'll get these young kids that like riders and, and us unless that they know like the sport. sport. It's like, yeah. but it's, it's just not, 
getting enough money circulated into it compared to an NBA. So what do you think about a a racing series that's something like F1 where they adopt the teams where you actually get to root for a a, a world-class organization team that is mandated, you know is going to be on the line, you know they're going to show up, you know they're there. Well, it's kind of like World Supercross is trying to do. And I feel like... um, Because they they run the teams and... Since, um, yeah, you're right. That's that's exactly what World Supercross wants to do. It's just not there yet. But the F1 is a good point. But their money, if you looked at what they were making a few years before the Netflix came on, it wasn't that great. For there's 20 guys that do this in the world, and they're risking their life. They're going 300 mile an hour. It's Now it's better because I think the Netflix money's kind of kicked in where they're getting more people, and then they're paying these guys better. Yeah. But before that, man, like, There'll be guys getting two hundred thousand to race an F one car. It's like crazy. What? That's nuts. And there's one of tw- one of twenty people on the line. Yeah. So. Yeah, professional sports. I mean, it always is. It, it's not a it's not a woe is me though thing. At the end of the day, you need public interest, yeah. right? It's not it's not riders' fault. It's not sponsors' fault for not paying. It's not anything, right? At the end of the day, like you said, you get paid big money in hockey, NFL. NBA because you put butts in seats you got people there you buy merch you buy this like there's revenue right yeah it has to be revenue for rider pay to go up too so it's like where do you start with getting public interest in like what sort of you know advertising marketing shit can you do Canada's a tough market to break mm-hmm. it's a tough market to break even at NFL but if you went across the country to I would say try to keep to your second tier cities if you're like a medicine hat, Calgary's probably on the higher end, which is good if you can get in Calgary. I think if you went to second tier cities, you did eight indoor ones, made it like a tour, like almost like the circus. I think it would it would draw more interest. And if it was consistent, it has to be consistent, has to be year to year that these people can rely on this race being in town. Yeah. It's just tough. It's tough in Canada uh, with these arenas. After COVID, it really changed how these arenas look at dirt events and almost need to follow the the pro um, bull riding that's what we're yeah. doing in medicine hat where the week after they're keeping the dirt in there and then we're bringing some more dirt in to build the track so almost would be a a good combo if bull riding was one weekend yeah supercross or arena cross was well, next what do you think is like in canada the thing besides the few canadian like you know, A-level tier teams. We have the Raptors, Maple Leafs, Ottawa Senators, mm-hmm. Vancouver Canucks, yeah. whatever, that, you know, make it work. It's crazy how low I would say the next highest attended organization is. Like, what would you think it is? Well, CFL probably. CFL packs. Like, in, I know our boy Daryl, like, he goes to was a Saskatchewan. Yeah, the Rough, Rough Riders. Riders. Yeah. Rough Riders, yeah. And it seems like when I see his snaps and pictures, it seems packed. Yeah. So I would say I would say the CFL. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it'd be CFL or if it'd even be the, you know, the QMJHL or I guess the uh, OHL. F one is one big event that comes to Montreal yeah. each year. I I don't think we can include yeah. include that, but yeah. I'm talking about Canadian junior hockey would be right up there. Which right is crazy. Yeah. Think about that. It goes from like NHL tier shit mm-hmm. down to you don't have another like reliably sold out venue and events until the junior hockey young kids like 16 to 20 years old yeah yeah Yeah, that's um that's wild big gap to fill big gap yeah 
Moncton Wildcats. Packed yeah. every night. Yeah? Yeah. St. John Sea Dogs? I'd not so packed. Really? Well, not right now. They used to be. Yeah. The playoffs get packed, but that's the thing is if they're a good run like Stingor, they were like when they're selling tickets, it's such an old school way. They have such a shitty setup on on Sarnia Arena selling tickets. They were wrapped around the building selling at old school, come up to the, the box office and buy tickets because they didn't want to go online. They said they just didn't want to sell to London people because it was London versus Sarnia. But the problem with it was is their system would have crashed if they had all those people go online. <laughs> yeah. It's so archaic. If, if you ever get a chance, uh. Sarnia staying, check out their ticket platform. Garbage. <laughs> well, we yeah. kind of saw it last year with the lineups. Yeah. Just at our event, yeah, which exactly. was good. Yeah. But, so. Yeah. What was the BTS on No Sarnia? Ooh. They are. Um, so the, the problem with Sarnia is they have the college right there. So you got to deal with the college on bringing anything in as well as parking. Anything yeah. parking is involved with the college. So you got to time it right. You've got to, you know, get all the, the documents signed to them. They get pissy if they have to give up parking lots, whatever. That time of year, school's back. Yeah. Then you have the city that owns the building. Yeah. They own the building, but they don't own it per se because the Sarnia Sting lease it off them. So this this. It's just too many like hoops a lot of hands to jump in, through. A lot of hands in the cookie jar. Yeah, exactly. And then the Sting don't own the rights to the food and beverage, so they get pissed with them. And then the ticketing is through the Sting, but then the it, it's a lot of people to get the T's crossed, the I's dotted, and they're just like, oh, I don't know if we want to do another dirt event. Uh, they're getting more sensitive too with like the whole motors inside and yes, dirt bikes and CO two levels. Sign off yeah. on it, CO levels and stuff. Yeah, this really goes to show you the fucking shit that they run over in the U.S. for an indoor supercross. Yeah, cross. they're so lucky. And the ones that like the AMA Arena Cross does or Enduro Cross, there are the dirts in there. We used to run those buildings, like similar ones. Amazing, yeah. top line facilities, great seating. You'd probably be twenty five hundred to three grand of seating, and um, the dirt's already in there. And it's good dirt, packable, yeah. raceable dirt. So you just have to bring it in with like the skiddy or whatever. Yeah, you just bring in a skiddy, probably a dozer. Like Justin would just do everything in the dozer down there. To be honest with you, when we were doing the tracks, he would just have one one dozer, rip it, yep. and then plow it down after. It was a good setup. It's like Calgary. Yep. Calgary. If we had three Calgarys, I would just run those events like multiple times. My brain's already on to it now. What's up? Kyle with the absolute swing at a left field under bet for Brad's morning. Oh, oh, the, I, I saw you gets, eyeing that up. Right? Gets, like, the, gets the win on okay. the under time. So the boys wow. God headed damn out it. this morning. And That's yes, two for two, I think. Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. I do pretty well. God. So the boys were heading out this morning to go mountain biking in Indiana. Yesterday we found out they were leaving at 6 a.m. And Al, uh, Brad lives with you. Yeah. And we're like, we texted Jay, my brother, and we're like, hey, we need to know how long, because every time I show up there, it's 20, 30 minutes waiting for him outside the door. Yeah. So I'm like, shit. But I had a feeling, because Justin was on this trip, that's what I was going off. I'm like, he's going to be quick. So we got the behind the scenes of this. Buddy slept with the lights on. He was so, so paranoid to miss no, no, this. No, wait. So we, so we get the update. Oh, we get the update text from Jay. And... I got to read it here for the folks. Yeah. He was on it this morning. His routine. Left lights on while sleeping. Nine alarms set for a 40-minute period. Nine alarms. 
went to bed early, quotations, 1.30 a.m., <laughs> woke up at 4.30. In what world? <laughs> that was his on it morning. And they were out the door, he said, I'd say five minutes. KT with the under. Yeah, listen, no, he was minutes. he was upstairs the night before, man. He was stressing. He's like, <laughs> I don't make this. I'm gonna be so disappointed. I don't get it, man. And he was looking for up? a lifeline, and I was I was like, buddy, I'm not giving it to you. Like, good for you, Al. No shot. Do you wake up on an alarm? Like, if an alarm's going off, you're you're up. I just kind of wake up. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I wake up before my alarm. I don't alarm. set but an alarm. If you if you happen to sleep and your alarm goes off, you it's a, is it waking you? Yeah, I've only ever I think missed yes, my alarm yeah. one time ever. That wasn't Deschambault though. I heard that was a phone problem. No, but you no. you would sleep through it sometimes, like for a few minutes, maybe, maybe. For, for a minute or two. But like, but you and that gets old real quick. Not like an hour. No. Yeah, that's just alarm going Not me, off, that, man. That shit'll wake me up. It, the, the worst happened to me was, um, and I still woke up was. The alarm went off and it was in my dream, this alarm. And then finally I'm like, okay, that's an, you know what I mean? When you're dreaming yeah. and you can hear that noise and it's in yeah. the dream. And then you finally wake up like, oh shit, my yeah. alarm's gone off for five minutes. Yeah. Like that's what I mean. Like I yeah. can do that, yeah. but yeah. I never just no run them dry. No, no. I mean, like I hear it every morning going off. Yeah. Yeah. Brass. I don't know. But <laughs> just, uh, he's got bad routine, awful routine. I don't know how to fix it. Like I just, I don't know what's in his head to, to, not be able to get up early or get up in general and on a he has zero like he has zero time frame like there's no like okay it's 10 o'clock i better wind down and go to bed by 11 and be sleeping by 11 30 there's none of that it's just he's loose man off the cuff yeah i uh even the last couple of weeks i've been pretty happy with myself on going to bed at good times and like you know, we were talking about it yesterday, just like how the clearness of mind that you get when you actually get a good rest. Like, they're not fucking around. Like, I don't understand. And obviously, I mean, they make it work or whatever they say. But, like, you get those millionaires that are like, I sleep like four hours a day. Four hours a day, I'm good. That's nuts. I'm like, bro, no chance. No mm-hmm. shot. Like you're. I love cr- me my sleep. You're yeah, crushing naps. Hardcore. You're here. You're there. I'm so much more productive on a seven to eight hours sleep yeah, same i'm groggy as fuck if we've I been going to bed yeah. so early now and just yeah. like it makes it so much easier yeah like I, i'm I in know, bed before it, 10 now it's crazy of, uh videos in the morning yeah early morning content i'm always yeah, present like and we're, usually he's up about half hour after it's I like a segment for you guys it's like part of your morning routine it is it is yeah, yeah. it truly no, is. It is it quite is yeah, yeah. and then have. i i always hear the good ones like if there's any like real you good ones you guys kind of play them back when we get to the office <laughs> 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 nice boys. there's yeah. only and i should include you on it but like he's no, more consistent good. with it no i know you guys and we're on this level so. yeah <laughs> no nope, it's all good i like it we're deep now so it's like <laughs> seven o'clock they start coming in yeah, I'm but usually, I get his night before ones. He's going to bed sending me, and then I wake up to them, and then I start sending him in the morning. It just works. <laughs> it's, it's, what do they call this, a symbiotic relationship, or is that only one person? I don't know what that is. I've never heard that saying, but that sounds I'll nice. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> symbiotic. Yeah. But, yeah, Anyways. that's the morning routine. Then I get on the rower, and I can do I've been getting the pool. Let's talk about habits. I like, I like habits because I know okay. that we want to break a habit of his. Yeah. You're doing good with – um. I'm breaking so, a habit. You're breaking a habit. What's no the drinking? habit? Just the old drinking there. Yeah. Yeah. Week and a half. Yep. Week and a half. No drinks. So. And notice any difference? 
Oh, big difference on the brain fog, especially just like being, again, being able to get up early in the mornings and stuff like that's a huge difference. I'm just like ready to go. I don't need that extra like hour or two to kind of like, you know, be groggy and slow and it's sick. Yeah. I think uh, I'm on it and, and just like overall health and mental and all that, just taking a break. Now is Jess kind of doing the same thing? Yep. Yep. She's going to go out with the girls and have a drink here and there, but as far as that, that's going to be clutch. Okay. If you can do this, go out and drink a non-alcohol drink for a night. Just do that. That's a real test for you. Yeah, no, that, it'll happen here soon, I'm sure. I hope it does. This weekend, we're not. I think that's a real test. And I'm not yeah. saying that it's for everybody. Because no. every, you know what I mean? I think it's just something that you need to do for a couple months to just pull yep. it back. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Back. That's where I'm at with my habit. Yeah, we had like... It's crazy because not every single person gets absolutely hammed you know when they have yeah. a couple right there is the very casual couple of couple of drinks type of guys yep. right and it's never a thing kind of how me i grew up partying and stuff i would say i'm more i've kind of went back to the more couple casuals unless i really just explode a, a loose mm-hmm. night a loose program mm-hmm. but al's just working on the like you know he just doesn't do that he just Hollywood doesn't plans. do the no, it just doesn't do the couples. Yeah, so, you go. So it's just a full. And that's pretty open. I think all my friends yeah. can attest to that. Yeah. So, that's. I, the, I there's times obviously where I've done the one or twosies, but if I have a few drinks, like it's usually like leads to more. And what are we doing tonight? Like we drinking? <laughs> do you, uh, is it a ch- chasing of a buzz or? Because I feel like that's B Mullen suffers from the same thing. That yeah. You do. As soon as you get a couple of drinks, it's like you're chasing something. I yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's wild. Just for that night, like yeah, and but like to be completely honest, like I have no problem like putting it aside. Like I'm not like yeah, withdrawing or anything. Like I don't yeah. think I was that extreme. But no, but it, it could uh, go that way. It could, and it, right. that's where it goes. That's where it leads if you don't stop it. Yeah, tw- turning 28 soon, so I'm like, fuck, like I don't want to be that guy, 35 still doing it, and then be like, oh, I just wasted all those years. Yeah, you know, man. true. So, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. What about uh, the vape world? Honest to God, man, yep. I've actually, like, I'd say I've consumed one less pot a week. That's which huge. Which might not sound crazy. That's a good step. But, like, I was religiously on, like, one pod minimum a day, if not, like, one and, like I was saying, cracking one at night and stuff. But I'd say now it's more like one and a half. Like, I, one, like one per every day and a half. I think you need to do it uh, monetary-wise where you're like, all right, so I'm down one pod. How much would that pod cost me? Put that in a savings account and go a couple months and try to cut back as much as you can, five mm-hmm. pods a week, four pods a week, whatever yeah. it be, and save that money and then spend something on yourself. Just like reward yourself for that. Yeah, man. Habits are, habits are a son of a bitch. And it's something that a lot of the times you just never realize that you develop a habit and how deep it is. Like... I know. Fuck, man. Like, what? Do you got any, like, energy you know, drinks, man? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, if there's one habit that you could. Do you think you could, like, cut them out? I have in the past. It's fucking. I could do it. Like, like I like coffee, too. I, I, I'm just I mean, you're pretty good. You don't really have anything that you kind of do like that. That's yeah, bad. It's, it's that. And you it's don't drink anymore. Kind of a rewarding thing for me. I really like cracking a cold one. I know. There's nothing wrong with that. Even like my brother Cole was into, he's actually been off for a couple months of the energy drinks, but he gets, he's the same, same kind of feeling. He's like 
going on a drive, cracking a cold like monster, whatever your favorite energy drink is at the so time. So Kyle, love you. It's just like a vibe, man. I, I cut those out too. I mean, I don't think I drank them as much, but I was definitely drinking them quite a you're bit. Down, you're, you're off of them. Yeah, yeah. so I'm just not I'd drinking like to those. get off the sugary coffee yeah. and into just like some blacks or like a single milk. Yep. Nice. Because I am, I'm, I'm a heavy coffee drinker. Yeah. Probably three a day. Yeah, you do the ice, all iced coffee though. Iced coffee. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I don't do that, but I've started to drink them like just for whatever reason. And last few mornings, I've been enjoying them. Yeah. Helps yeah. get the guts going a little bit. Yeah. Fuck, I'm me. the definition of don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. A little uh, white girl problems. Yeah. Yeah. My pumpkin um, spice and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did not like that one, eh? No, it was my brutal. <laughs> I think uh, what I've been doing lately over the last like two months that I've noticed a huge difference in a couple of different um, aspects is been fasting. Yeah. For, and I've told you guys this, uh, 14 plus hours of fasting and it's helped me so much just fine-tune discipline it's like my kids are always around they're always snacks and they're always offering me snacks or whatever but just not not even taking those and man i've noticed a huge difference in my body composition as far as losing that last little bit of fat that i needed to lose that's really? what, what got me across the finish line it's crazy the no snacks The it's you're cutting out a huge amount of calories and right before you're going to sleep and just having that window where your body is going into like it's burning through the calories it has mm -hmm. and then it's going into the reserve of burning a you fat. know what's crazy about something like me like i'll kind of test to this i do not snack I really know. i don't keep snacks in my house that's wild if i have one or two at the office i'll have like something here that would be the equivalent of like not having breakfast and you know have a if they're around, you're, you'll dabble, but you're not well, going out buying them. If they're around, your own I way. will eat them all instantly. Yeah. That's the issue. But this has been three plus years that I legitimately will not bring home like bags of chips and stuff. That's wild. Nothing. Yeah. Your apartment's just an empty hole. It's brutal. Sleeping. I get a meal, eat it, and that's it. Now, wait, have, are you cooking your meals? Because you've been doing some I have been prep. cooking my meals, yeah. 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 Been doing some prep. Less skip the dishes. Dude, your skip the dishes was a nightmare. Dude, especially because... It's not, it's not great, still. Still not good. But it's... Oh, what, man. What is a... Because you still got to go downstairs to get the skip the dishes, Yeah, right? because I don't have a goddamn Ontario phone number, so I can't set up my buzzer in my fucking building. It's brutal. <laughs> First world problems. <laughs> they, won't let, they won't do... No. 18th floor, baby. No, because it's like a... I don't know. For whatever reason, my... East Coast number won't set Dude, up with the buzzer. Phone. I, I think I could just get WhatsApp, honestly, and just make my own phone number through WhatsApp. Okay. But that, I just... You need to solve that. That'd be, a, that'd be a good little project for you this week. But would it be a good project, or is that just adding the laziness to the phone? Oh, because then they can come up. Yeah, right Oh, to the okay. Yeah, well... It'd be nice for the friends, though. It would We're be gonna nice. We're going to sneak in. Adam's got a key, doesn't he? So you, yeah. you can't buzz anybody in. You've been there for like three years. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. We just yeah. kind of like wait by the door. It's Someone come in. out. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm coming up. I'll be right there. <laughs> Walk through. Yep. Walk in with the yeah. guys. Because some of them, like, they don't like it. Oh, there's this old bitch who sits in my lobby. And, oh, my God. Like, I feel bad in some sort of ways because... She just sits there and obviously has no friends, but it's gotten to the point where it's creepy. At first, 
she would walk around the front of the building and just like have her smoke and they'll go and then they put these little you know dec- decorative chairs or whatever like benches decorative benches in their lobby and now you go down there I swear to you probably 9.5 times out of 10 she's <laughs> sitting out there <laughs> Like all hours of the night. It, it's Just creepy to me. Security guard. It's creepy as fuck. I'm like, this isn't the hang. We have a lobby for like a foyer that people yeah. like with couches and stuff that if people is that, wanted where to is go. That? You come in this, the side door. If you go in the front door. Okay. You can take a left around the corner. Yep. And back there, there's like actual couches and yeah, TVs and stuff that you could hmm. hang out. I'm like, why don't you go over there? Like, you sit right by the front door is the weirdest thing ever. Like, I've almost people mentioned watching. it to her building people. I'm like, she just loves to people watch. Yeah, At just, first, you're be. like, when she first was there, where you're like, oh, hey, how's it going? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, hey, how's it going? And then it's like, what are you doing? Now, yeah, you now I don't even know Brad everybody. Brad still like, Brad comes in every time and he's like made friends with her or something. Oh, hey, that's his dad. And so he'll be, his hello. That's what Matt says. I'm like, shut the oh, fuck up. There. Pisses me off. Anyway, dude, um, well, I feel bad for you, man. Yeah, yeah. I have to deal with that coming in the front door. I mean, let's talk about. Speaking of that, like, I need to get out of there, get a house. Like, what's? Yeah, dude. Like, th- there's some real issues going on in this country. Like, as mm. far as like this generation, it's fucked. even. It's crazy. It's um. You're to be honest with you, you're just lucky to live on your own and not have to live with your parents at this point. And and your late twenties, both you guys, it's like nuts you know like, Jess and I were just talking about this again last night like if we want to buy a house up here we'd have to sell the house back home back home there's no choice yeah how is the market back home but rent for rent's not bad it's going up too like it just trickles down from Ontario yeah it's just nice that you have that because yeah you got that we always want it for, like we want to like, keep it it's one for one right like yeah as far as uh, if we're renting like it's good because it's one for one but yeah yeah yeah, I, I don't know the the whole aspect of like. I also don't like. I, I don't know. There's nothing about me that is eager to like find a per se shitty fixer upper. Like, yeah, I know. I'd rather just It'll cost you five hundred grand. Not so yours isn't shitty. It's not shitty. It just needs work on the barn. Like I've been nonstop. I haven't been going to bed until like freaking 10 o'clock every night just working on stuff. But. She's yeah. come a long way though. Yeah. Long way. Yeah. It's getting there, but that's been uh, 30 minutes boys. So oh, we'll pick up a little bit of maybe a little bit of house topic next time. Yeah. We'll get into that and I'll tell you all about the horses and the fun there. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you got I got question? one. You I got, got one? one. I love that. Uh, I want to hear from both of you. What are three things that you're thankful for? Okay. I'm thankful for, um, kids, my kids and Jody. I'm thankful for friendships like you guys, and uh, I'm thankful that I get to work in in this kind of a uh, world that we. I don't know. We make our own hours. We make our own fun. We get to see a lot of things, and it's not so mundane. I like that. Yeah, I'm thankful for my friends. Obviously, you guys, my my family, Jess, and uh, mainly my dad for getting me into the sport. Oh, big you know, Steve. wouldn't be here. Papa Steve, shout out for the birthday. Yes, sir. It's his birthday. Well, a couple days ago. A couple oh, days ago. Saw some yeah, little message. Yeah, beauty. 24th. Nice. Okay, you got one? I was not really. Um, what's your guys' favorite movie? Oh, that's a good one. 
You can you can do two. I'm gonna go right off the cuff. Uh, I like Super Bad. I could probably watch that like over and over again. Super Bad. I know what he's gonna say. Do you? Wolf of Wall Street. I that's was kind of what I was gonna say, but that's like the obvious. I was going to say that, but I okay. think it's actually the Big Short. Oh, you do love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I actually want to watch that right now. That's a good movie. That's a really good Especially movie. Especially in these times with the the housing market and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like and, and it's coincidentally enough my favorite movie after we were just talking about that, but like no bullshit. It actually is. Yeah, you've always said that too. Yeah, I forgot about that. I've just we've been doing a lot of Wolf of Wall Street talk lately. Yeah, so. <laughs> we have. Yeah, but <laughs> Tootski. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right on. Okay, right, well, boys. I go Moto to a twelve. Meeting. It's perfect timing. Right on. We out later. later.